Live from Culver City, California, it's the Kessler Chronicles with Sam and Robert. Tonight's show is Season 1, Episode 2, The Stakeout. And tonight's topics are the lost art of writing a check, sleeping on sofa beds, lying about what you do for a living, starting your own import-export business, George is an architect, and Elaine makes her appearance. Now your hosts, Sam Horowitz and Robert Bozich. This episode is titled The Stakeout. And what an episode it is. Uh, much, much better to be back into the standard Seinfeld shows, I guess. <laughs> the actual episodes. <laughs> Say the actual episodes, not the pilot. Yeah, you know what? It's um, I actually was going to do research and see if I was actually right. Because remember how the last episode I said the pilot episode doesn't actually count as an episode? Um I was actually going to fact check myself and see if I was right. I didn't get a chance to. So we'll wait till the next episode to see if I was right. <laughs> yeah, because I've heard of other TV shows where they have a pilot episode and the pilot episode apparently like doesn't count. So whatever. Yeah. Sometimes it counts. Sometimes they like put it in like a different order. They'll put it like later in the show. So, like, it's out of order, like, the pilot's number, episode number five. Could you, could you imagine if they put this the pilot episode later on? <laughs> later. Just, like, his whole apartment changes. Like, they're calling Kramer Kessler. You know, they're going to this weird diner that they never return to. George is, like, feeling, like, great about himself for one hey, episode. Speaking of Kessler, um, had we known that his name changes to Kramer then we wouldn't have named this the Kessler Chronicles. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit of a, yeah, oversight, definitely. Yeah, that is true. That we did true. not plan this out very well. Well. Hey, let's name it after the one character who we think his name won't change. Yeah, should we call it Seinfeld? No, I think that'll change. I think he's going to change his name. I know, know whose name won't change, Kessler. Yeah, let's put it all in Kessler and let it ride. Let's bet it all. Oh, no, we lost all of our money. <laughs> yeah, that would... Um, the. That was uh that was pretty that was pretty funny that we did that. Um, True. Speaking of it. money, first first part of the episode stand up you know back to old form you know obviously it usually starts with stand up yeah but talking about things at the supermarket namely checks. <laughs> yeah, what was up with that? Yeah, I did find it interesting that this very relatable thing has become so outmoded within right. the past you know twenty to thirty years. Yeah. Well, it's 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 a lame it's kind of really lame to pay with a check, isn't it? Because now now you don't even have to you like how many how many of us like have no money on us whatsoever, like zero cash? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I've been saying like this has got to be the worst time for homeless people. Like, let's get out of this. Uh, but we can get back into Yeah, let's get back to Seinfeld. Yeah, let's get back to Seinfeld. So yeah. You know, he gives a relatable thing about checks. Obviously, not anymore. But then we get to the episode where yeah. drum roll, drum roll noises. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's actually a drum or what I'm doing there. Yeah. Well, the point is, Elaine is back. Oh, we, Elaine's back. We get Elaine. Yes. First up, first scene actually. Uh, them yeah. in the video store once again. 
not a thing that really exists anymore. <laughs> is that what they were? They, were they at a? They were at a video store, not a video rental store. Yeah, they were buying. Yeah, they were store, buying. Like I thought they were renting too. No, that was my first yeah. thought. Yeah, no, Elaine's first episode. This is fantastic. Happy having her there. Um, uh, apparently, uh, you see, dude, I told you. One one of the things that you noticed in that apartment, that bay window is gone, and then you see Elaine. I mean, come I, on. I that's... only talked about Elaine. I did not say anything about the bay window. No, but I said yet. in the last episode. I said in the last episode that um, the reason why they didn't have Elaine in the first episode <laughs> is because they spent all their money on that bay true, window. True, true. They did stop. They did fix that. Bay they window's gone. That. Elaine is in. I'm sticking by that theory. That is my fan theory. And please, nobody check that. Just take my <laughs> word for it. Just take my word for it. Yeah, they did actually. The apartment does look a lot more similar to how it did before. Um, I mean, obviously, they moved the couch for the parents to stay. Oh, my but God. But the window the looks, uh, yeah. you know, back to normal. The, I mean, the father is different. <laughs> um, I think we should address that really quick. Um, okay, so the name of that actor is Philip Bruns. And the guy that we all have come to, to love with the giant square glasses is Barney Martin. And um, I did a little bit of research and I found out that the reason why they made the switch is because apparently they wanted someone that was more cranky. So Barney Martin was able to really turn up the crank, whereas they couldn't get that from Philip Bruns. Yeah, he just seemed like kind of content. Like I don't know, he, he didn't he didn't give off the like any cranky vibes. No, I will say. No, he didn't. He he seemed he seemed very level headed. <laughs> yeah, too level headed for this show. We can't have was, that many level headed yeah. people. <laughs> he was the type of dad you wanted. <laughs> Not. Yeah, he seemed very normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of highlighted everyone else's absurdity by having him so level-headed it's like yeah. you know why don't you like the lines were there but he just seemed like very logical about it you know what though i love the i love the new morty so i cannot wait to see the the next the next episodes that come down the line that where they introduced the the um barney martin he was he was an he was amazing yeah powerhouse definitely yeah. um yeah so uh let me ask you something. What did you think about the the sofa bed? That was a sofa bed. I didn't actually realize <laughs> it was a sofa bed until you just mentioned it. I thought it was like, I don't know. I thought like he brought a mattress because in the last episode, he like brought a whole nother mattress in. So I thought he had like his bed and then he like brought another mattress. Like this, it was like maybe even the same one. So I, I thought the same thing actually i i actually in my initial thought was like why is there a bed like why did you just set up a bed in your living area and it was like the weirdest thing until i realized that the couch was not there and then i realized that they actually moved um uh they actually moved the the sofa in order to pull out the bed um, and Jerry actually refers to the fold-out bed as his bed. So this is where it gets really weird. Oh. 
Yeah, this Wait, is good. But he doesn't doesn't he have a room? He has no, a room, though. No, he doesn't have a room apparently. So I did a little bit of research and I found out that it wasn't up until season two that so all of season one, he's basically living in a studio. So it wasn't until season two that he actually has um oh. Yeah. So so he Jerry sleeps on a uh on a on a pull out sofa bed. And um it's just What's so weird is like if that's the case. So let's here follow me here for a second. All right. When you see where the sofa is positioned, or the sofa bed, when they've got the bed out and Jerry's parents are sleeping in in the bed, um, the the bed is um, the back of the sofa is parallel to the um, counter in the kitchen. Yeah. Not perpendicular, but parallel. But when they put the uh, bed back in the sofa, then the sofa is perpendicular. So each night... I thought it was parallel both times. I thought no, it was like turned no, around. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's perpendicular. Okay. Perpendicular. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love <laughs> Just, that word, perpendicular. Yeah, I can tell you really love it. You're like waiting for a chance to use it. <laughs> I've always said if... If I had a child, which I have two now, but and I didn't follow through with this one, but I always said I would name one of them perpendicular because I love that word so much. Wow, that is... <laughs> I'm very glad you didn't do that. That would have been a horrible thing to do to another human being. <laughs> and then for short, their name could be Perp, which wouldn't actually be <laughs> yeah, that great. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, criminal, like, I think there's a case study just waiting for that. <laughs> That's a weird. That's a weird name, Perp. <laughs> yeah, high expectations for. <laughs> We're looking for the Perp. Well, my name is Perp, but I can assure you, I have a clean criminal history. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to because a lot of people have assumed otherwise. I don't get very many job interviews. <laughs> Why is your name Perp? Oh, it's short for perpendicular. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh it's perpendicular Ouch. so so yeah so if yeah. you if you follow me just follow me here for a second every so this is apparently jerry's jerry's sofa bed right this is where he sleeps he lives in a studio so you mean yeah. to tell me when he gets home let's say he's had a hard day like he's been at the comedy clubs you know wherever the new york comedy i'm not a new yorker maybe you know a few new york comedy clubs and so he's been there at the laugh a lot or <laughs> the laugh a lot yeah that's it that's people, the one people in laugh new york people in new york are gonna be so mad at me <laughs> the laugh a lot yeah, honestly i i can't remember any off the top of my head dude what if there's a place named the laugh a lot and it closed down in like 1975 and people are angry with me because they're like that was my dad's favorite place i don't think that's why people are angry i think people are angry because you can't name one new york comedy club that's true and it's just like oh well there's a lot of famous ones and you're just like i don't know <laughs> are there i'm not sure not in new york of all places yeah <laughs> maybe maybe here in la yeah i can see that but new york nah yeah what are you a, a big city i've heard of new york <laughs> is that a city they don't know what comedy is um <laughs> they suck uh so but anyway, so you mean to tell me that Jerry gets home and he he gets to, to so to, to go to sleep 
not, not only does he have to pull out the bed and set up the the sheets and everything like that, but he has to move the couch. Yeah, he's moving. It... He's moving the whole couch every night, and then in the morning he gets up and he has to move the couch back to its old place. And then, anyway, I it's obviously there's another reason for it in the show. They're probably because that's probably the best angle to get the right shots, a wide angle pan, whatever. Yeah, so they can have it. them talking to each other. Otherwise, Jerry needs to stand like where the TV exactly, is, exactly. Yeah, and he or be behind them. Yeah, which could have worked, but like. Would have been they couldn't have really gone back and forth because it would have they would have all been in one shot. I guess he could have been in the kitchen. I mean, why are you trying to rationalize this man? Like, <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just trying to think like how could they have shot it it's better? True. They probably could have had it in the old spot. I mean, it wouldn't. You would have just had to be in the kitchen the whole time though. Yeah, yeah. It's like so, okay, how long can make Jerry like you know make cereal for? Probably I mean, not the whole conversation. <laughs> They, um, it could have been the whole conversation. He could have been eating cereal <laughs> at the counter, talking to his parents opposite. I just, yeah, I agree. I think that the bed placement is yeah. awful. That was your point, right? You you disagreed with the bed placement? Well, I disagreed else? with the bed placement. And then, like, um, it's just like uh, the, the pull-out sofa bed uh, thing. It's, um, I, I don't know. It's, um, I, I personally, I don't like sleeper sofas i i yeah, mean they yeah they're terrible they're, they're I've, awful yeah, i've definitely had to deal with them in the past and they're not fun they're not fun i mean i'm happy that he gets a bedroom for for jerry i'm just happy his fictional character gets a bedroom <laughs> it's a lot better i'm so happy for this fictional i'm so happy character. for him <laughs> things in his fictional life got so good for him yeah it's it's all going up <laughs> and he doesn't have to stay with Kramer in the next room. I still don't well, understand that. Yeah, so that's actually I'm glad you mentioned that because um I'm it's there's actually a lot of things in future seasons that and future episodes that happen in his bedroom. And one of the things that you just reminded me of is when Jerry is, so he's sleeping, right? He's like, yeah. whatever, right? Whatever time it is in the morning, maybe it's like two o'clock in the morning and he's like fast asleep. <laughs> and then like, I forget which episode this is, but Kramer goes in and he has like a question for Jerry. <laughs> just like wakes him up. He just like comes into his, into his bedroom. Like it's bad enough you like walk into his apartment at like two o'clock in the morning when you go in his bedroom wake yeah. him up and then newman shows up oh my god <laughs> anyway we could talk about that later like when we end up watching that episode but it just reminded me of that true okay so moving on to the next part uh one thing we were talking about was elaine and it does seem like their relationship is like not super fresh but like freshly over like mm, yeah it's been a few months maybe like up to like i don't know at least like a few months i would think what is what is fresh freshly over to you mean so freshly over to me uh i guess this is a matter of perspective <laughs> <laughs> like for me freshly over is like within a month or two okay like, it's it's the point where if you saw them again after the relationship and you weren't on talking terms, it would be like weird to well, see them. Is it is it de also dependent on how long you were dating that person? Like, so for example, if you only dated someone for a week and it's been two months since you last dated that person, that's not really freshly over. True, is it? 
True. I mean, I guess, yeah, it is yeah. true. It's a scope. Like, so if it's relative. I think it has to be like, I don't want to say like it's a mathematical thing, like a seventh amount of the time, but like it's kind of to scale. Like if you dated a week, it's like a day, maybe. Okay. Honestly, a week, it's not a lot of time. It's like, yeah, it's been like a day. It's not even a relation. I don't know. A week, that's not very long. Uh, like I'd say if it's been like a month or two, it's maybe a week. If it's been a year or two... It's probably a month. Um, so right years, now, huh? I'm, I'm right now I'm actually writing a mathematical formula. So I've got x equals Great. time together, y Great. equals time since last um, since last together, and then there can be another variable. So we could do like you just make a logarithmic <laughs> scale for it. You know, really just turn up the juice. Should another variable be like how many times have you like? maybe been together and then broken up because that that's kind of a thing too isn't it like maybe you were together and then you broke up and then like a couple of months later got back together i mean yeah that you would take that as part of the relationship or that is another variable uh, yeah that sounds great that definitely sounds like what our show should be about <laughs> writing writing that instead of talking about the thing i'm trying to bring up so that's if you great. if you that go is... to our pod everyone if you're listening go to our podcast website i will have this mathematical formula ready for you <laughs> so great great now we need to do a website oh jeez, <laughs> i didn't think about that yeah well uh i guess we're committed to it now but the point is it was a freshly ish however you want to interpret that broken up um it wasn't super fresh but it did seem like they were still learning how to like be platonic to one each other like where the boundaries were in terms of like you know her (laughs) she's like she said it was the first time uh she saw him flirting yeah 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 so it must have been pretty fresh yeah she um she because i couldn't figure out why jerry was actually afraid of Elaine finding out that he went to that um the building to meet with um I already forget what her name is hold on the girl that he was flirting with remember yeah yeah um so he he didn't want her to find out and so I thought it was because um Vanessa that's what it is Vanessa um I thought he didn't want Elaine to know he was went to meet Vanessa because she just would think it's like hey why are you stalking my friends and stuff but it was actually yeah. because because it was like during that weird time in their relationship where it was like hey right did i get that right yeah. or true no no i i agree also yeah. can we take a quick detour is that not stalking <laughs> like is that not stalking like it seems to me like that seems very much like a like a movie or tv show thing like yeah just like show up or maybe it's just a thing that people used to do, or maybe people still do. Yeah. Well, it would be if he did it by himself. So because he had George with him, it automatically makes it less weird and stalker Okay. I mean, I think it's less weird because he has someone there he's talking to, and it's not like yeah. him just creepily waiting Exactly. There. It means he's got friends. So if someone has friends, <laughs> <Yeah>, so... <laughs> if someone they has friends. They can't stalk someone? <laughs> they can't be creepy? <laughs> they can't be creepy. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we need an outside perspective on this one. It just seemed to me like when when the father said to do it, 
it kind of just like hit my ear. I'm like, huh, that seems like a creepy thing to do. That seems like a stalker like <laughs> move. Dad, well, that's why they recast the character. He was too big of a creep. <laughs> He's like, man, he comes up with awful suggestions. He actually ad-libbed that line. We yeah. did the rest of the episode with it. Hey, guys, we're getting rid of Philip Bruns. Did you hear what he ad-libbed? <laughs> yeah, I would say that it, I mean, obviously she was into him. So it was like. There yeah. was like, oh, I want to see her again, and she probably wants to see me again. So there is like a difference there, but at the same well, time, like it just seemed uh, odd. Yeah. So uh, this is what's really weird about it too is he didn't find out that that guy that she was with. You remember the guy? He yeah. didn't find out that that guy was her cousin up until he went and stalked her. Oh, true. So that so even makes like... it worse because he was stalking a potentially a married woman. <laughs> That's true. I mean, yeah, either way, I think whether or not she's married or single, like showing yeah. up to someone's like where they work, like without saying anything, like without any really clear indication is <laughs> not something people should do. Like, I think there should be like, if that were like today, they would have like dunked harder on him for doing so. Well, they would have yeah. like criticized it. It would be like a Me Too movement thing, right? Is yeah, that what like, is that what I it's would, all about? I think so. I think yeah. you know, the I'm not. Right to I'm not, not very. Sucked. I'm not very well versed with the Me Too movement, but I feel like it was about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like it was about something else. <laughs> like, I don't think it was about the showing up at work. But if you say so, Sam, I'll believe you. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, but yeah, the fact that it came from his dad. It was, that was also, it was also weird. But hey, like I said, it was, it was a great segue into uh, Art Vandalay. Art Vandalay makes his appearance. Yes. Not, not yet. Not yet, George. Just their friend who works in the building. I, George I, is an architect. Well, that's the thing is like, so, you know, having watched Seinfeld, um, if, if, you know, over the last, you know, t however many years, 15 years or whatever, um, I actually never realized, never realized that Art Vandalay was introduced this early. And when yeah. he when he said it was Art Vandalay, I was like, wait, what? I was like, this is episode two. Like, this is great. <laughs> yeah, and they actually went through, like, you could hear, like, they went through a couple times where they said different names. Yes. And then eventually they said, like, uh, what was it like art vandillery or uh, it was something like that yeah it, it um, wasn't quite vandalay it wasn't and then at right. the last minute they changed like uh when they said it like oh vandalay yeah yeah it was kind of like a um it, it was kind of like one of those moments where you hold your breath because he was yeah. saying the 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 other name and i was like oh I was like, okay, well, I wouldn't. I guess Art Vandalay must come in later, and then he changes it, and then you just kind of get this huge, like, sense of relief coming over you. You, I went to the kitchen and I popped a champagne bottle once I once I heard that. That's great. How, yeah, I yeah. I didn't quite do that. I, I also I did enjoy it, but I didn't go that far. I didn't have the champagne ready. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I iced. Everything had the champagne. And <laughs> confetti and everything yeah I like was... how you're pigeon holding yourself to be like like i was just like popping champagne like, yes yes of course this is great this is like uh the, my favorite moment of the show um yeah it's it's funny because this is also if you remember george in the first episode 
this is when George this is when you get the real George. Like, yeah. um, the way he dresses is different. The, the, he starts dressing like George number one. And number two, it's just like, he, the stuff he says, the way he acts and everything like that, it's finally George. Like, you're like, okay, this is like the, you know, um, this is, this is the George that um, is like always like scheming or like, because he's like, I always wanted to be an architect. And then, and then he like forces. He just forces the topic. He's like, ah, and I'm an architect. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think with the line, you get the most George with the line of him saying, "Why can't I be an architect?" Like when Jerry's like, "I don't see you as an architect," and he's like, takes offense to, (laughs) "Why can't I be an architect? I could be an architect." I do. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I mean, that got me thinking. Actually, like, I was. Have you? Because I honestly. I can't remember if I... I feel like I have. Have you ever lied about what you did to anybody? Um, No. I, I think I've occasionally, like, embellished lightly. <laughs> like, I, I won't say, like, exactly what I do, but then I'll be like, oh, I'm in, like, this field. Like, I'll usually say that. I, like, I've never like, really lied. I've, like... Like, always... what field? Like... CIA. I'll just be like in finance. Yeah, oh, I'll just okay. say finance. Oh, so you'd be like, I'm a hedge fund manager. No, I, I wouldn't be like specifically lie. I would never specifically lie. Like even when I had jobs where like I really didn't want to talk about what I did. Like, oh, you know, I like helping like a fundraiser yeah, or something yeah. on the street. Like I would never like say, I would never lie about it. I'd sometimes just be vague because I didn't want to talk about it. Right. I Have actually, you lied about it? Yeah, actually, now that I think about it, we I did, I did, I, I did lie, and I did it with a, fu- a friend of mine. Um, I used to work at the airport, and um, when, in order, so the, we would park in the, um, we would park in the parking lot, like, the parking lot where their employees park, it's never, like, at the airport, it's always, like, like out just outside of airport premises and then you get on a bus and you take the bus to the to the airport so anyway me and my buddy we used to carpool and um he's actually a stand-up comedian um now that i think about it so he's a stand-up comedian and um i think he's still doing it up in toronto right now anyway uh he, we both worked at the same airline and we would be on the bus <laughs> And we, for some reason, just out of nowhere, just thought it would be a great idea to make or just pretend and make people believe that we were medical school students. So we were we were in medical school and just working at the airport part time just so we could pay for our college and stuff like that. Right. And so we we would read we would read before we would get like every day. It was like a morning ritual. We would read like a medical journal or something just like read like a bunch of stuff and just remember random facts out of there and then when we get on the bus we would just start talking to one another like because we would pretend we were doing like a uh like a residency or something like that at like the the local hospital and so we would just start blurting out these things we read about like oh did you see that patient and then we're like oh yeah he came in with did this and i thought he had this but that wasn't the actual thing he had um, he ended up dying, but I found out what it was. <laughs> what the hell? This is crazy. This is like insane. Like, like it's not for any clear reason. <laughs> and like be 
people people on the bus people on the bus they like legitimately like they were like like i remember one lady at one at one point which she was like in her i think she was like in her like 70s or whatever and clearly she's she's been working in the airlines since like the 19 30s or whatever and Mm -hmm. so i remember she made a comment she was like she's like what hospital did they say they what they work at because i don't want to go to that one (laughs) (laughs) it's like are they where where is it i I don't want to be there they sound very bad at their job (laughs) like very bad (laughs) yeah so i mean that's what we did and it was hilarious and yeah that's i guess yeah that's considered lying right yeah, yeah, that'd okay. be considered lying. That's definitely lying. <laughs> but we were having fun, so it's not like as bad a lie, though, right? Just because you're having fun doesn't make it not a lie. Really? I, mean, okay. I guess technically, you weren't like you weren't <laughs> malicious. You weren't like telling people like, "Hey, you know, I'm a doctor, and you know, if you ever need someone's <laughs> life saved, come to me, and well, only me." Yeah, I mean, it depends how far we were willing to take. Yeah, I feel like someone's like, is there a doctor on board? And the two of you are like, we're students. Like, we know we're, something. We're only medical school students and not even real ones. <laughs> yeah, the not even real ones, I think, would absolve you. We're pretend uh, medical know. school students. How did we get here? <laughs> can, can you remember? Um, yeah, George. Um, yeah, let's circle back around. Oh, lying about lying. Up, okay, George lying about being an architect. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I guess you relate to that. I don't quite get it. Well, yeah, it was, and it's just so funny because I think throughout Seinfeld, George actually, he, I think he lies a lot. He's he like lies a pat- all the time he's about a what he does. Liar. He almost always lies. Now that I think about it, I'm like, what's his exit plan? Because, like, let's say Jerry ends up dating her for a long time. Yeah, is he going to be known as the architect who designs railroads that whole time? <laughs> you know. Where she like correctly says, "Isn't that engineers?" And he's like, "No." Like he's gonna keep up that lie, that awful off the cuff lie. Dude, that was so perfect. I love when she was like, when he was like, "I'm an architect." She's like, "What buildings have you designed?" Or like, yeah. "What have you designed?" He's like, "Oh, mostly railroads." Yeah, like completely wrong. Like, like he doesn't know anything about it. Like, he like, is not. It's like lying that, like, trying. yeah, it would be like lying that you're an airline pilot, and they're like, which airline do you fly for? And then you're like, Princess Cruises. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They need they need pilots sometimes too, not often, but sometimes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I would actually like to go back to Art Vandalay because I want to. I talk- would love to go back to Art Vandalay. <laughs> I want to I want to talk about Art Vandalay's job. He's an importer. <laughs> He's an importer exporter. He's importer exporter. He does both. <laughs> so here, here's here's my question. Do you actually know anyone who is an importer, an exporter or both? I mean, look, I'll take one. Do you know anyone who's just one? Um do I know anyone who is one? Am I stalling? Uh, no, I don't know anyone who is I don't either. Think... I will say I I have I do know someone who is a oh I forget the term for it. It's like a um like a don't tell me this is like a drug dealer. Or no, someone no, it's who like someone who like works because I guess the they are they're, they're an it's, importer, right? There's like a name for it. 
I mean, technically, they work in the field. <laughs> like, working at a dock uh, is part of that field. Okay. Oh, you, so you know someone who works in a dock. Yeah. Oh, that's an yeah. interesting job. So they technically import-export, Okay. in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say that they're an importer exporter because that's right. not really a thing. <laughs> Is that a thing? I feel like that's not a thing. Okay, so so I'm so happy that you mentioned. I'm so happy you actually said that because I actually went a little did a little research. Oh great! Um, <laughs> this is great. So so I actually I went and I will post this link on our website, which doesn't exist. Please stop! But... Please stop tying this into a website that may or may not exist. <laughs> You're really just like making editing hell. Like. Um, so I Googled it and I, I found out that um, I found an article it's called, uh, titled How to Start an Import-Export Business. <laughs> and it okay. was, it's on entrepreneur.com. So if anyone here is interested in starting your own entrepreneur business, just go to entrepreneur.com. Um, we are you actually... will not be held liable for you losing money for this so, at your own risk. So I read the article. I read the article, right? And mm-hmm. um, it was an interesting article. Um, nothing about it was... I honestly don't really care to mention any of it right now because it was just kind of like, oh, okay, it's like, oh, you need to be a good salesman or whatever in order to start your own importer-exporter business, blah, blah, blah. It was just kind of nothing worth mentioning, but... It came to something funny. Basically, what they did was they were like, so you want to start your own importer-exporter business? So (laughs) basically what they did was they started listing out things you need (laughs) in order to start your own importer-exporter business. And you got to listen to this list. Okay, yeah. Hit me with the list because I want to hear how many George hits. (laughs) Or not George, but I guess Art Vandalay right now. But it will eventually become George's alter ego. So, okay. So this episode came out in like 1990. I think this article on entrepreneur.com was written in 1990 because listen to the stuff that you they say that you should have. And if you don't have this stuff, then I'm really concerned about you just as a as a person in general in today's society. Number 1, computer system with modem and printer. <laughs> uh okay so an internet connection and a computer number two fax machine oh no (laughs) good number three internet slash email service so that's not covered with the first one which is computer system with modem and printer this is a third separate one so you could have a computer system with a modem and printer but also not have internet and email service oh no how did they find their way to this site this seems like something that someone would not be able to navigate to that like someone printed out the article and handed it out like on the streets like hey you want to be an entrepreneur here take a look at this Dude, I did not actually think of that. That's actually a really good point. It's like, how did you even get like, to this These three things you need first... to navigate to this site in this article. Like, it should just be like, you're here. Congratulations. <laughs> Unless you're at a library, you've done it. You meet the requirements. <laughs> Number one computer system. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Where will I find one of those? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's see. I'm going to skip. Okay, number four is software. I guess that's that one makes sense. Okay. Um, <laughs> number five, markets research and or trade leads. Yeah, okay, that makes All sense. Right. Number six, phone. <laughs> All right, yeah, we're back back to a very 
on on ask number seven voicemail or answering machine yeah this was not written this decade or the decade before this is just so stupid um and then look i'm not gonna read the rest of the list but um yeah it's Look, if you guys want to read George it, George could have been George could have been in uh, importer exporter for all we know. If that is the requirements, all he was probably missing. Well, I guess back then he might have been missing the computer and modem and all the rest. Jeez, that is George to George, the George of today would have been an importer exporter all the way. Him as Art Vandalay would have cleaned up the streets. I mean, dude, honestly, the bar is so low. I, listen, if anyone out there is, is listening to this and you are an importer exporter, please contact us. Please don't. Uh, obviously, we or need... Do. No, I mean, obviously, we need enlightenment because what I'm reading right now, this is... The bar is so low. <laughs> I, I feel be... like the amount... The reaching out when... The reason why I say please don't is I feel like it'll be hate mail. It's not going to be like, well... Here's a few things you missed. You know, I'm going to... You're just like just biting into the industry as a whole. Like, your livelihood is stupid, says Robert. Oh, like, that's not, that's not the best. Your life, your way of life, the way you make money is completely stupid. Anyone with a modem, anyone with a modem can be an importer-exporter. What do you even do all day? Oh, man. So, anyway... Art stances. But yeah, this is what uh, this is what Art Vandalay does, and because he has access or owns these things, he's an importer exporter. There um, you go. That simple. I guess everyone should remember uh, Sagheim, Bennett, Robbins, Oppenheim, and Taff. <laughs> did, did you did you actually memorize that? No, I wrote it down. I wrote oh, it down. okay. I was gonna say that's like. Uh, you know, Jerry said it like 20 times, and I even if I said that 20 times, I probably I wouldn't have been able to say it. I would have forgotten after the first time. <laughs> Segment Ben and Robbins up and What was it again? Ben and Jerry's Oppenheimer <laughs> Taft. <laughs> I always thought Oppenheimer, but uh, Ben and Jerry's Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer Taft. Taft. There you go. Right. I think we'll leave it there. We'll catch everyone on episode three.